we started? Is yeah, this we, it? We, this is not reasonable yet, ignorance? Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Now. This is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Cooler. This is the ignorant shit you I'm like. I'm not This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. This is the ignorant shit you like. You know the movie has when a motherfucker got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! So fucking disgusting. <laughs> Reasonable English Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we are here. Last episode of the year of 2017. <laughs> and we're going to get right into it with the realest, the realest of the real. I'm indulging in wings. Yeah, he eating wings. He, he trying to become the new Red Bull ring wing guy. <laughs> Check this out. Oh, Shanaka Anderson, how you a pastor in cursing? Be aware of the problems. We are definitely living in our last age. Well, bitch, let me tell you something. You must be a bitch like Cheryl. Yes, I cuss. I'm the cussing pastor while your motherfucking pastor ain't doing a goddamn thing. I'm the cussing pastor that used my platform to raise $6,000 for this mother who was going through a plight while these other ignorant-ass, non-functioning-ass pastors wasn't doing a motherfucking thing in this city. Now, if that bothers you, then I'm a cussing pastor, then get your motherfucking ass off my damn page. Plain and damn simple. See, I don't play. It's about being real. It's about the truth. And I don't give a damn what none of you bitches say and none of you whole ass niggas either. Keep <laughs> playing it. Telling the truth just like it is. So, bitch, bye. I'm going to take you off the page so you don't have to worry about it. See, y'all be worried about the wrong thing. You curse. Yes, I curse. Hell, Jesus probably cursed. Jesus be sitting up in heaven looking at you ignorant-ass Negroes and saying, damn, I made that food. <laughs> y'all got to check his page out. What's his page? On Facebook, man. The Cussing Pastor. The Cussing Pastor. Man, he be having like 3,000 people look at his, his, his Facebook Live. Today he was going in on about how you raising your, a child in your house. And he talking about, wow, he, you can't come to his room. And he said, how the fuck is it his room <laughs> when he don't pay no motherfucking bills? Talking about you want to have a meeting with your child. <laughs> and how the fuck is you having a meeting with your own goddamn child? He's like, you giving him too much. I think he's, he's he about to take off. He about to take off. Is this the one this is this the one that was uh got a, a Pittsburgh Steelers football <laughs> Where's he where's he at? I don't know where he at. I'm trying is to Is this the one that was that was that was that was um that the interview that that yeah the dyke or I me mean, the, the No, the, that ain't him. That ain't him? That ain't him talking about he had uh, uh slap the shit out you or something. Yeah. Yeah. That, you sure that's not him? No, nah, that ain't it him. It sounds like it's nah, him. Th- this this is another dude. What about the one that was dissing the other pastor down there in Mississippi? Uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if that's him either. <laughs> but this dude here, he, he really goes. Uh, Pastor Dixon. He, 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 he yeah, it's, it's like everything's like hip hop now. Social media's got everybody going crazy now, and that's why we in our last show for the year of 2017, and we're gonna review the whole year. We're gonna go over all these uh, terrorist acts, in quotations. We're gonna go over the fake news about Donald, uh, goofy ass, red face. Long nose, fake news. It's not real. It's fake news. <laughs> he had an argument with his lady. Hair, he had skin, an argument with his lady uh-huh. at the inauguration. 
Right. He pushed the dude to the he pushed the motherfucker prime minister to the side to, to step up front mm-hmm. and take the picture. Like man, get the fuck back, man. <laughs> <laughs> like they, like they on a the football pitch, <laughs> like the team pitch on the football. Like nigga, you ain't even got no touchdowns and shit. What the fuck is you doing up front? Yeah, I, I, I think that. that Donald Trump is still amazed at the fact that he is president. Yeah, he can't believe it. And he made the tax cut. And but explain the tax cut, baby, before you get too uh, white girl wasted in here. I see you're just sitting there, <laughs> um, shoes on. Go ahead, pop it. I wait, uh, wait, 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 wait before you get started. Hand claps to your fashion tonight. Yeah. Y'all should see it. She has a white Cindy Lauper uh, gym shoes on the platform. White and pink. She has on some uh, tight uh, jeans that's faded in the front, slightly faded. Yeah. In the back, her whole crack of her ass is out. <laughs> and then she has Best. on a, a, a jargon suit jacket. 90s. The three degrees outside. She got a jogging suit jacket on with peels all over it. The last person in the world that said that need to. And she has a shirt on. She's showing me right now. It says "fuck off." That whole ass crack thing. She take that from Jamal. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they cracking up in here tonight. They, they cracked the code. <laughs> Hey, be sure to watch on Netflix the Dope series. Be sure to watch that. Why? It's explaining about the, they go to Oakland, California. They go to Mexico. They follow the cartels. They follow uh, the pushes around Oakland, California. Really? Uh, uh, a, a, a lesbian pimp named Ambrosia. Uh, I think she really, she really this shit. Uh, then they... <laughs> Go to Baltimore, follow around the, uh, the heroin dealers, and uh, then you understand why it's overdoses because it's a dude that's making the heroin and he has no idea what the fuck he's, <laughs> he's doing. He's never took a chemistry class, a and day he's in his putting life. fentanyl on the shit, and his motherfuckers dying. And he's like, shit, that's when they really want the shit. I know so, it's not even easy uh, thing to get your hands but on. But listen, what's not even get your hands on? Listen. Wait, wait, what's not easy to get your hands on? Well, fentanyl wasn't, but actually, I, t- I take that back. They're, they have developed a way to synthesize it that yeah. costs about just slightly more than heroin. In Baltimore, in Baltimore they had some fentanyl. Then they gave it, they gave it another one that's, that's extra powerful than fentanyl, some shit that they used to tranquilize elephants. So they started putting that shit on the, on the drugs Ketamine. for the heroin. Like, it was, it was crazy. I watched that shit. What made you um, watch it? I just said dope, so I was like, let me see what this shit is about. You thought it was some hip hop shit, didn't you? No, I just I just wanted to see what it was about because you know well, I watched the whole uh, Thank you for putting me on. Yeah, watch yeah, that. Word. Dope is, is is good. I watched the whole uh uh White Famous. I watched that shit. It, it was okay, it had its points. Uh for the most part. It was it was What is was, White Famous? That's uh uh Jay Farrell show on Showtime with uh produced by Jamie Foxx and Lionsgate. It's a story based loosely based on uh, Jamie Foxx's life when he first got into Hollywood. Uh, his manager wanted him to be, his agent wanted him to be white famous. Okay. And uh, he was like, I'm just cool just being famous, you know what I mean? But his agent was like, no, nah, we need to get that white dollar. So they had him doing a bunch of crazy shit. Check that out, too. It's like uh, 10 episodes of that. So Jay Farrell is playing... Um, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, for the most part. Rewind. 
with the with the whole dope uh, movie. You watched the whole thing all the way through. Or all the way through. Or yeah. The show. And, and the last the last the last episode is about uh, Chicago. The fourth episode. So somebody in Chicago let some let some some people come in and film shit. Man, they on the west side. Okay, what, they, they filming. What, and the west side is the is is like the dope capital of, of Chicago. And they 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 uh. It's set this year in 2017, and they're going 10 days into Memorial Day, from Memorial Day, into those Memorial Day holiday. Ooh, like how so bloody it is that here in Chicago. That was set this year? Yeah, this year. Ooh, that's so, when there was a fentanyl thing over in Yeah, but they, 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 they were doing no. the gang violence, the stick-up guys, and the, uh, the police that's just riding around trying to prevent the violence. Then they get a, a young guy that's... Uh, He's actually the gun, the gun runner, the selling guns. He showed his face. No, they all got on uh, masks. No. Masks and what voice you, you call One guy has on a ski mask. Everybody okay. else has on the uh, the bandanas and shit. One guy, he couldn't really cover his face like that because he had the dreads. A young guy, and it, it was like it was fucked up, man. It, it was, it's you, you like really. It's interesting because you see your city and you see how fucked up we really think and how bad we really are. Like they in the trap house with the guy. It's a 50-year-old transvestite coming out, and he look like Huggy Bear. <laughs> he need to shave. I hate you. But he take him, talking like a woman. Where was they at on the west side? His wig is bogus than a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Where was they they in something. But they, they, they didn't really go. Damn, she said her apartment. Nah. <laughs> Pop it. But thank you. They didn't really yeah. give the the, the, the the exact address, but they went up Laramie, you know, and they are. Uh, they was on a they was on the trail of uh some young guys who was uh actually in the alley serving and shit, doing their thing. Yeah, working, I'm working definitely off the have to check that out. Now I'm about to take a, yeah. take a look at it. Yeah, they had Chicago on there. They, they actually follow the guys who get the the weed over here from Mexico, like through the trucks, how they carry it through the motherfucker 150, how they take it up the river. Netflix trying to compete with Vice, then, huh? Hey, they fucking. You ever watch Vice? Up. Yeah, they fucking Vice. Up. Yeah, but Vice has become like a, a news network. Yeah, now, Vice I is mean. like all news now. Hey, no, but that show that it's that, a little edgier. But yeah, they started out on drug and like you know, sort of like countercultural type that, shit. Like, but <laughs> doesn't it trip you out? How, doesn't it trip you out? All three of you all doesn't it trip you out how motherfuckers are so loose and readily letting these motherfuckers film every fucking thing they do because uh, it's not me and you in the hor- hold yeah, on, hold the on. dope scene. Yeah, yeah, on the dope scene. Yeah, yeah, they all fucked up. They don't give a fuck. Motherfuckers offering them money to do that shit. They gonna do it. What not not the junkies though. I'm talking about. I'm I'm, I'm the, shocked that the, the people the and the, the, the higher up are a bunch of fucking junkies too. The hustlers are a bunch of fucking junkies too. So what are you talking about? Why, like, why would you say that? Why would you say that? I mean, you I'm can't just have asking. a monkey. So everybody. That sell drugs, do some other kind of drug that they don't fucking sell to alleviate their fucking stress. So if they ain't fucking snorting heroin, they about smoking lace, co- coke blunt, exactly. coke lace blunts. So that's what you see. They probably that's what you see the guys doing on, 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 on the west side. The motherfuckers the be guys, fucked up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They watching and they looking out and they smoking blunts. And they got AKs in their hair. Like, it's so crazy. But the stress level, and, and you see, like, that, that leads into something that you, that you said earlier. Uh, what do you value more, intelligence or street smarts? What's the biggest value to you? You know what I mean? Like, would you rather be intelligent enough to like, no, I ain't fucking with the dope game, 
I ain't fucking with the streets. I ain't fucking with that 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 part of life. I'm not because you got to worry about the police, the uh, the the other the other dealers, the users, crazy ass junkie, the uh, the robber man. Then your parents, because one one guy said he started at eleven years old. So it's 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 crazy, you know. It's 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 live phone ringing. Yeah, that's that's live phone ringing. Like, like I gotta tell him, hey, I'm recording the podcast. I'll call you right back. All right. Live okay. messaging. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Live messaging. Are yeah. you talk about Only I could breaks? do that. No, I'm just bullshitting. I, I, I had to get that out the way. Anyway. Texas. Uh, the thing about this show, Dope, it showed every transaction of how it's getting over here to the United States and how it's. How many down. episodes is it? Like four. How long is each episode? Like forty-five minutes. Is this is it specific to Chicago? No, Chicago, Baltimore, Mexico, and uh, California, Oakland. Which one was what? worse? I want to say Chicago because they was they, they was they wasn't really making no money, and they was targeting the violence and the the drug trade. Right, because I've always my understanding has always been that you know the cartels kind of dump. Most of the heroin in Chicago, and then it goes throughout the United States from there. But, but, but you know, is, that's is, why we have such a, a saturated market here. Um, this is the heroin capital, though. Yeah, you know, and it, it used to be, it used to be Jersey. It used to be, um, what's that fucking say? Multiple. Uh, Rutgers. Where was Rutgers in? Rutgers. Yeah. That's in Jersey. That's in Jersey. Well, in Jer- what's the city? Orange or Newark? Newark. Newark okay. used to be the, the capital, but um, since the uh, Sinaloa cartel has taken over, it's become Chicago. And so they dump it up here, and uh, prices and quality are uh, extremely low. Prices are low, quality's high, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's a fucked up situation. Okay. Um, rewind. Shout out to Magic Mike with, for the info. Yes. Something for me to watch on my vacation. I, I thought that... Um, Netflix? Yeah, she's talking about Netflix. Um, I thought Wait, that, is it on Netflix? It's on yeah. Netflix. Okay, sorry. Dope. A little behind. Yeah. Um, I, thought, I thought he was going to talk about the Will Smith movie Bright, <laughs> which has social media you know, up in arms right now and everything. Did you all notice that at all? Because it got a, it's a sci-fi twist to it, and go ahead. You couldn't really if you're not a sci-fi person, you're not really gonna be into it. I'm not a sci-fi person. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. I'm, I'm really into real life. So that the, like like she was saying like she's surprised that the, the the drug dealers was letting them record them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm surprised mm-hmm. about that. Well, well, the, the fact of the matter is, the cameras are more addictive than the drug itself. The fame of it. Yeah, it? the fame of it. Like you, you. Let's think of, think about this. What if it was the iPhones and Facebook Live and Instagram Live when the Cole Brown Simpson and that man was murdered allegedly by OJ? Right. Mm-hmm. We would have known who did that shit ten minutes later, because mm-hmm. OJ would have been like, "Hey, we're like, what? Was you on live, nigga? 
<laughs> Where the fuck was you at? Right. <laughs> Kayla right. was on live. He heard you. Th- he, we heard the thump. Right. So I'm guessing. He heard you jumping over the gate. Right. And, and there you go, washing your motherfucking hand off because you cut your hand. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now nowadays is so many people are used to so so much of being recorded and being okay. in the spot eye spotlight of anything. Like you was mad today about me. You said, "Well, I picked Big Brother on blast like that." I, you know what? Honestly, I, I just, I just said that because I know how your your track record is with Big Brother and everything. No, no, but we, you know, I didn't even take a look at the videos. Honestly, I just knew you put Big Brother on social media and yeah. Big Brother's downtrodden and, and <laughs> no, old Big Brother's and, been like that since we met him. Okay, since nineteen ninety four. Right. So the day he came up and it was two degrees below outside, and he had two fucking pints of Wild Irish Rose in his pocket. He knocked them down and went to sleep. And when he woke up. I said, who gave you a Facebook page? He said, I don't know who did that shit. <laughs> I ain't got no Facebook. The wondrous world of Michael Walton. <laughs> then he told a story about when he used to smoke crack with Mr. Moore. And so he said, Mr. Moore told him, uh, he used to talk real proper. Mr. Moore used to wash all the windows up and down 79th and 75th Street for all the businesses. Right. So he used to be like, hey, guy, can I wash your windows for you? I'm only going to charge you $3 to do the front and the back. So Mr. Moore... He said, Big Brother said they was getting high one night in an abandoned house. He said, Mr. Moore said, you know what I like to do when I get high? Big Brother said, what What you like to do? So he said, he was hitting the pipe. Big Brother was. He said, I like to suck dick. And Big Brother <laughs> said, what? <laughs> and he's sucking shit on me. <laughs> Popping. I don't know how many times I've heard that story oh so many God. times. I'm glad you all get a chance to listen and be privy to Magic Mike's... Um, Storytelling on here. That's, that's one of the, the truth. <laughs> that's the truth, but that's one of the greatest things. <laughs> that's one of the greatest assets that this is an actual real life true story that I've heard over the 18 years that I've been knowing Magic Mike. Ba- baby brother, what's Big Brother? Big Brother. That's had, what he called everybody. His real had, name is Joey Sims, but he had, called had, had an actual <laughs> crack situation where. He got a he got approached about getting his his swiller buffed. Hey, big brother got a, he got, he got a, he has a real valid point too about why he don't kiss women and why he don't eat pussy. What's his what's his point? Dick's been in there. Hey, pussy's <laughs> in there. <laughs> sound guy Phil. <laughs> hey, that's his. True. No, sound guy Mike. I'm sorry. He gave that's, me that look. That's, like that's his true testimony. Big brother, why you don't kiss women? Cause they've been sucking dicks. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> Big brother, why you don't eat pussy? Those dicks been in there. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> Reasonable ignorance podcast now on Apple Podcasts. Now on SoundCloud. Download, subscribe, review, leave a comment, like us, share us, tell everybody. And any about anybody about our podcast. Check us out on Pods and Color, hashtag Pods and Color. Check us out, hashtag Pod and Family, Pod, hashtag Pod Echo, hashtag Podmosphere. Bombs! I fucking hate when you do that. Scares the shit out of Not even shit. that, like it fucking hurts. Yeah. Okay. I hear Shout you. Shout out to Lil Vamp, Lil Vamp from 79th Street, I, aka. D. Allen. 
Shout out to uh, Big Squeezo, Ooh Shells, 86, Cheapalicious, DJ Showtime. Um, cheap, uh, uh, not said Cheapalicious, I already, yeah, I already did say Cheapalicious. Shout Just out to everybody that's part of the... Truckers, keep on trucking. Jessica Starlight. Shout out to everybody that's part of the Reasonable Ignorance uh, podcast fan page that comes in and asks about former uh, uh, former co-hosts yeah. and ask about uh, uh, the Our, topics that we post every day. Go ahead, Mike. Shout out to Ernest Lyles. Ernest Lyles, he, he posted you know quite a few things. Yeah, the, on the page. Shout out. We we'd like to we do like to engage um, with you and everything. Shout out to Kenneth Jinx down there and uh, Champagne Basketball Head. Yeah, um, nothing all over itself because the, uh, the Warriors beat LeBron. The bullshit ass calls. Shout out to Coach Moses, West Sider, um, friend of the program, friend of the sh- friend of the show, uh, outstanding man, Ron Bacardi, and everybody else. Shout out to Sal Dutch. Shout out to uh, Mighty Whitey, um, Brittany. We miss you, Brittany. Brittany. Jugs Bunny. Really miss um Shout out to Obamanati. Shout out to Obamanati. Obamanati. Who else, who else was on the Who else was on the show? Um, uh, Pop it. Okay, let's <laughs> transition on that. Hey, one. Hey, hey, the girl, the, the girl that said hey, uh, about the pussy. What, what, what's the, the thing over there about the pussy? There's nothing wrong with pussy grabbing. In 2017, it's a whole lot wrong with pussy grabbing. There's nothing wrong with pussy grabbing. Have you seen that video of of, of Seinfeld when the old girl approaches him and shit? Nah. Seinfeld, Seinfeld was talking on in the media, and he was approached by you know some kind of I don't know who. Oh it was. right, he was like he didn't know who she was. Right, she pushed up on him like you know, let me give you a hug. He said no, no, and then backed up. Yeah. Um, and then, but you know, he hit the Seinfeld laugh like, eh, "That's kind of where we're living in right now, yeah. going into 2018." And you and know, you know what, you know what stopped me from? I used to be notorious for hitting girls on the booty in like third and fourth grade, like notorious. You can get sued right now for that shit. So I might get picked up, but you know what stopped me? What? The young lady who I just shouted out, Lil Vamp. Yeah, Diala. What happened? She kicked me in the nuts, and I, and I, I was decent. Yes. From that point on, she first of all she took snatched the rope from the little girl she was snatched, turning the rope with, and whacked me across my back, and my back to my chest is when I was about ten feet. Like God damn, that's the longest rope ever. <laughs> and I, and I like bubble over in the corner, nigga. She kicked me in my nuts. I've been straight ever since. Hey, I ain't slapped nobody on the ass. I don't fondle women in the club. None of that shit because that's a vivid. Memory in my mind. Have you kicked somebody nuts or hit somebody nuts before? Yes. Delcia? Yes. You, um, Elena? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Why? Y'all should be playing child support because <laughs> I know their kids crazy because mine are. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker got a wait, little Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> 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 this is delayed laughter. I'm sorry. That was funny. Pop it. <laughs> Go ahead. The motherfucker was getting a little fresh, so I had to put his ass in his place. You will not violate my personal space. And I mean that shit with a passion. As a kid, adult, or as a teenager? Shit as a teenager and as an adult. I had to stab. I stabbed a motherfucker in the knee when I was a shorty. Like, I've always been top-heavy. Like, the third grade. 
titties just came from out of nowhere. Like, want no more of that running around thinking one of the fellas know they was there. We was chilling. He walked up behind me, and he grabbed my boobs and whatever I was holding. I stabbed his ass dead in the knee with it. You could sue that nigga right now. Right? Well, he's actually married to one of my very close friends. So he walks. You see him. So do you? Do you feel guilt when he walks in and when you see him? No, not at all. Do we walk like I a pirate? Hell, if she didn't do that, <laughs> no. you know, he might have not become the gentleman that you exactly. Know, like him and my was. friend have been married for almost twenty years, and like yes, they're a beautiful couple, and I celebrate them all the time. She why never, did you? Why did you ask him what happened to your knee? <laughs> Like, oh, that Delcia did that. Like, uh, I think they did have that conversation one time. Like, just what is that? And he was like, oh, yeah, Delcia gave that to me when we was like 13 years old. So it wasn't no shade. She knows what it is. Elena, mm-hmm. why? Um, Really just out of self-defense. Okay, self-defense. Yes. Have you ever just did it because of... Uh, did it be out of dis- uh, disrespect? Um. Yeah, yeah, I have. Did you ask him which one? Which one did you hit? Uh which what? Which, you mean which testicle did I end up needing? Yeah. Did I later on ask him uh, which one is needs the uh, ice pack? The left <laughs> or the right? Like, pop it. <laughs> I uh, no, I I did not. But I mean, it's happened a few times. You see, back in the day. We used to be able to discipline customers, but now there are so many threats of lawsuits that you know we can't we can't slap a customer, we can't knee a customer, we can't you know ride around a guy on his back for his bachelor party or pull his boxers up and rip him or do any of that shit. No, we all, the most we could do is you know dance around with him on the pole, make him sit there, and you know. Get some titties in the face, and that's it. You know. Um. So you you you've gone on record as saying you've hit multiple guys in the nuts. Yes. Um. We're not talking about filling out for filling out any fantasy type situations. No, no fetish type no, situations. Because no. I know how you are with your fetishes. No. You know. Um, right. I've done it in that situation as well. But you know, yes. Um, with heels on. I what? told you about this. There are guys that come in there that want girls to stomp their balls for us. Yeah, like, we've already had those discussions. Yeah, yeah, we have, we have. Like 12,000 times already. Oh, End of the year thing, though. Rewind one quick, right quick. I want to rewind to when you told me I could talk about taxes. Gotcha. Also, check out the shot. The shot is pretty good. The one episode. Check that out. Uh, it actually comes on on Showtime on the 7th. Look for my daughter, uh, Maya Hooks up in that. She's in that uh, in that TV show. Um, and it's set on 79th Street. Even though no, they was filming, filming on the west side. They didn't fucking steal the cameras and shit on 79th Street? Hell no. What network is that on? Netflix. Netflix I'm, on. No, that's on Showtime, isn't oh, Showtime. it? Oh, Showtime. Yeah, my fault. I'm going to have to wait till it's like a bunch of those episodes. That whole one episode a week shit is not for me. Um, that's cool. You can't do it like that? No, not at all. You have to have consecutive. Yeah, because I rarely watch TV. So, like, if I'm going to sit down and watch it. It's got to be some shit that I can just binge on. And I got a lot of shit in the Netflix queue to binge on. Tomorrow's my last day of work. I don't plan on doing shit. Hand claps. I don't go back to work till January 9th. Right. And I leave that bitch. I'm walking about that motherfucker telling people, Happy New Year, because that's when I'll see her ass again. Rewind. GOP tax cam, what's up? 
Talk about All it. All right, here's the tax scam. So, um, corporations, um, their current rate um, for large corporations was 35%. It has now been reduced to 21%. It's 15% decrease. Um, that is a permanent tax cut. Um, as far as individuals, uh, if you're at the top of the individual tax bracket making half a million dollars a year, um, you will see a 2%, maybe 2.5% drop in your taxes. If you're at the $100,000 a year rate, you'll see your drop about a percent, a little, little less than a percent. If you are at the lower end of things, you will see your taxes drop um, 0.2%. And those expire in 2025. Now, the whole purpose is really not so much to give tax breaks to the people, but more so to stimulate the uh, corporations to create jobs, i.e. trickle down economics, which we all know um, from the Reagan era, from the Bush era, that this does not work. But, um, you know, uh, I don't think Trump took a um, history, American History 101 or Economics 101 or Political Science 101 or just um, grade school preschool for that matter so um yeah that's uh where we're at and uh it's going to cost us about um four trillion dollars altogether um well what they're hoping to do is you know free up this supposed there's another um implementation in the bill to free up money that's uh corporations are holding abroad Supposedly, Trump thinks, you know, well, I mean, corporations do hold their money in banks in Europe, so they're not taxed as heavily. And so there are incentives, supposedly, to bring those back to the United States. Okay. Again, not something that really affects the average person. Um, What's going to affect the average person? That's the thing. Not the have, much. The have-nots. They have nuts, nuts, nothing, nothing. You get a, you get a lousy, um, two point five or zero point, you know, two percent uh, tax uh, deduction until um, twenty twenty five, and um, they're hoping that this will create jobs um, for the corporations that see their fifteen percent um, tax deduction permanently. So, um, so with with the the haves, they're getting richer. Exactly. It's a story we've seen played out many, many times. It's the most basic, terrible, you know. And, and they also, you know, wedged in little things like, you know, drilling in the Atlantic or in the Antarctic, you know, uh, wildlife refuge and, uh, and a few other bullshit things that, you know. So he fulfilled a campaign promise. Oh, um, he did? This is his one win throughout so far right well people say that but i mean also you know he rolled back you know um the uh internet protection laws the uh, net neutrality net thing. neutrality yeah he rolled back net neutrality so you know that was an obama era you know thing that he managed uh to kind of s- squeeze in there and uh do you do see that being, do you see that being such whereas now it's gonna it's going to be a net tr- where these these um, internet companies or these internet companies or these uh, 
wireless whatever gonna be able to carve shit up for us for real to sl- throttle yeah. content yeah. well yeah i mean you could imagine it i mean if there is you know these major corporations they they donate or receive money from certain um communications and uh, media giants you know and if you're saying something that's contrary to their message they might want to throttle you especially if you're a smaller voice out there and that's why i think that to communities like this um you know like reasonable ignorance and other podcasts um that are you know maybe not in line with the uh general you know consensus Right. As well, not the general consensus, but you know what Trump would say, or the conservative agenda, or whatever, however you want to put it. Um, you know, your content could be deprioritized and you know made harder to find, uh, slowed down, um, all sorts of things that you know could really um, affect free speech um, and just downright, you know. Uh, inhibit companies like you know Netflix. Say uh, you know Comcast wants to push Hulu, you know because nobody really watches Hulu. Yeah, and, nobody watches Hulu at all. You know th- that that's Comcast. You know you watch Hulu. What's I on- have a Hulu Plus subscription. What's on Hulu? Hulu Plus gives you current TV, like next day on your phone, on your phone, on your computer, on my TV. It gives you current TV, so. Say for you can instance, watch Blackish and everything. Yep. And, and I'm talking about go all the way back to like the first episodes. So say for instance you ain't been keeping up with none of the seasons. All of the seasons, including the current one, is on fucking Hulu. Side note, thank you for the um, the, the the breakdown of what's going on with the GOP well, I was going to say was that you know the the thing is is that you know I'm not saying Hulu is a bad service, but if Xfinity wanted to throttle. Uh, Netflix, say, you know, a competitor to Hulu, you know, in favor of their own brand, then they could also do that. So, you know. Hand claps just... to her. She's putting, she really put that poli sci uh, degree. I do, they have more shit to talk about too, but I don't know. To use. Um, I don't want to hog the show. I understand. Because we know you will elaborate. Hey. Your name is... Getting more concise. Elaboration Elena. Elaboration Elena. I like that. You like that? Mm -hmm. Because you go overboard. Bombs! Yeah! Um, So what I wanted to talk about tonight was the the whole premise of street smarts versus intelligence. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Do is there a define? Would you say there's a a distinct difference between the two, Delcy? Yes. Okay. In your in your own um, twenty seconds of 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 theory, what is what was your theory about that? Street smarts is some shit that you just cannot learn in a book. Okay. Like a book is not going to teach you. How to make a dollar out of 15 cents. <laughs> that is some shit that you can only learn on the street. Real shit, like real quick, like tomorrow, I only have this dollar, but I need $20. There's no book for that. The streets. 
Magic. You gotta have a balance of them both. You got, if you don't have a balance of them both, you really gonna be playing yourself, actually. And if you you don't really want to play yourself, you gotta have the uh, the common knowledge of where to be and where not to be. When it's getting hot, too hot somewhere, when the wrong people walk in, so where to get the fuck out of there. You gotta know when not to go somewhere and when to be there. You know what I mean? It, it's it's it it comes with. If you ask me, I value intelligence over street sense because the streets is where you're going to be and the streets is undefeated. So the streets is going to lead up to nowhere but being dead or in an institution. Okay. But in, intelligence can get you way... Most of the guys that's leading the uh, street smart guys <laughs> are intelligent. Okay. Yeah. And they and they look at them guys and they look at the, that group of people, women too. They, uh, a pimp is intelligent to the point where he just has somebody that's down on their own self. You know what I mean? And he's playing them their self against their self. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, I done met a lot of hoes that was highly intelligent, mm-hmm. like some smart hoes. But it's like a balance thing, definitely. I don't think that like. You could be just one or the other. You need to be a combination of both. And people, your thought, your thought, your theory on that. Twenty seconds though. Well, my theory is that you know when people say street smarts are mainly you know, if you're smart, you'll be smart overall because um, street smarts are just equated with like you know being on the street. Really, all it is is common sense and people smarts. That's what street smarts are: is people smarts and how to deal with other people. And, you know, in a charismatic and um, intelligent way to get what you want. Not, you know, simply rattling off statistics or something. You know, we've all met those people that, you know, hey, I'm great at standardized testing, but, you know, couldn't have a conversation to save my life, you know. Okay. So... What is the the in 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 going with that street smarts versus intelligence situation? That doesn't happen, by the way. The goal for a person. Why does a person who is from the suburbs clean? I mean, a, a great family background want to become street. They, why does a person? Because they're bored. Same reason the fucking kids from the fucking suburbs are fucking 15 years old overdosing off of fucking heroin. They are fucking bored. It's enticing. Like, they fucking privilege keep them so fucking sheltered that, you know what? This might actually be fun. They got money. They still lower. And and, and, and you you think you're getting away with something. Like, when you was... Uh, think about something you was doing when you was younger and, and you wasn't supposed to be doing. It's like sex. You wasn't supposed to be fucking. Mm-hmm. But you really, if you if you pulled it off and everybody got away, the, the two people that was involved got away scot-free and nobody knew, you really felt like you was doing something. So that made it much better. So once you got grown and got your own place and you fucked two or three times and it was like, all right, let's do the next thing. Let's... let's Let's pay these fucking bills. You know what I mean? Let's let's do something else. You know, like when you when you have a, a wild party, when you have a 
a crazy party or whatever. Why, why do guys in the NBA want to be rappers and, and thugs and thugs want to be in the NBA, you know, athletes? Because it's, it's like they want that part of that life. They want that lifestyle. They want to to experience it. And then once sometimes you get too far in it. You but. Know? Perfect example was Tupac. He was a great poet. He listened to, he, he had the, the great intelligence. He listened to Shakespeare and he knew how to act. And he was this, he had this persona about him. And he was uh, take over the room with his personality. But then once he got too far into it with the bullshit. Was he from the streets? He or? got himself killed. Yeah, he was from the streets, but he wasn't street. Yeah. He said himself he couldn't sell cocaine because he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Well, you know, he I. He couldn't I, sell crack. But, I, you know, the thing about it is. Once you get so far into it, which he did with the East Coast, West Coast shit, the the perfect thing for them would have been was to go on shit, a family feud, bad boy versus death row. You know what I mean? But we wanted to glorify jail, death row, and bad boy, the baddest motherfuckers, and them, them, them two worlds collided. You know what I mean? I've and, always, and he thought uh, he had somebody really... Behind him, and he wind up dead. Biggie wind up dead, and Puff Puff is about to buy, try to buy the Carolina Panthers, and Sugar's in jail. Right. So, at the end of the day, them all the empires fail, and we still rock, worried about who killed who. It was fucked up exactly. with all the intellect they had and the street sense they had. Nobody really balanced it out. You know what I mean? You didn't balance it out. If you balance the shit out, somebody was supposed to say, hey, man, this shit ain't going too far. Let's sit down with the minister before we both wind up dead. Right. Let's get somebody, let's get Minister Farrakhan in here and calm this shit down. Let's let him sit down, me and and, and should puff and bid. And let's just show this to everybody. You know where hip-hop will be at right now? It'll be crazy. And to what you were saying earlier, though, you know, anybody that has grown up in the hood... And I always heard this, and uh, you know, personally and just in general, is that if you grew up in the hood, you don't want to be in the hood. You don't glamorize the hood. And when people hear street smart, I think they associate it too much with the hood and the whole, you know, dealings of you know drugs and you know violence and whatnot. When really it doesn't necessarily mean that it just means that you know how to deal and how to not necessarily not drugs but like how to deal with people and how to you know manage yourself okay be safe um why do people stay stuck stuck where in the hood oh the cycle of poverty yeah the generational curse more than likely Generational curse, yeah. cycle of poverty. I don't believe in it. You don't believe in what? The cycle of poverty. Okay. Hold that thought. Hold that thought because I, I want to hear your your elaboration on that. The generational curse, like. Okay, expound. When you ain't taught nothing, you do what you know, and if you set up and you watched your mama, and her mama do the same thing, it's gonna be the same thing for you. Not unless you actually want change. And most of the times, some people just aren't promoting it, like wanting something different. Mm-hmm. 
I remember being in a grocery store. This was about maybe four years ago. I was shopping for an event that I was doing. It was a woman in there. The, it was three ladies. It's the mother, the grandmother, and the daughter. The three daughter, different generations, right? Yeah, the daughter was pregnant. She was 15 years old. Mm. The mama was 30. And grandma was 45. Wow. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So, like, they just repeated the generational. <laughs> like, it's the generational thing. Like, her mama couldn't even be mad. The grandma couldn't even be mad because, like, we did it all one behind each other. No one is thinking about doing anything different to make it better for the next generation. Born and raised on 47th Street. Love my hood. When I got the chance to move back to my hood, I did that. But I couldn't even afford to live there. I couldn't afford to live there. Like, my grandmother brought her house on 47th Street back in 1975, 1976, for less than $20,000. They're renting apartments across the street from my grandmother's house for eighteen ninety fucking five. And it's, it's like 950 fucking square feet. It ain't shit. I couldn't even afford to live down there. Like, I moved over there. The rent might have been like 1033. When I left, it was 1265 for nothing. But it's still a hood. People still coming through. They still stealing. They still selling drugs. You can go up on the corner and buy loose squares. You can get loud, <laughs> loud, loud. You can get all of that. Magic. You got to want to change. You got to want to break the cycle. You got to want to just be different and uh, dare to be different. Not just in shit. It starts with the person that wants to do that. It uh, starts with getting good grades and doing the opposite of shit. Want something better from what you all have been doing. When you see your old uncle come over to what drunk and fucked up and depressed who wants to be depressed all the time that's why everybody's so fucking mad and upset with each other because we all got so much pain on us and a lot of us born into a pain riddled family and we don't know how to come up out of that situation so you gotta get out and explore you know what i mean right some of us just like you see the kids uh the young dudes is in, in, in the hood they get the divvy bikes they don't go to work the fucking bike. <laughs> Not a motherfucker place. They have for 10 fucking days. Right around straight in the circle. And they go right around the same neighborhood like they really doing something. They don't know. The, like, man, go hit the lakefront and ride and meet some new people and learn some new shit. They don't know that because they're afraid to get out of their comfort zone. You know, they they rather Sometimes keep going around in that same fucking circle and fuck it with the same bras. And, and, you know, some of us, we got family members like that. Some of us, us have been like that. Some of our closest friends have been like that, you know. Well, when that kid and, ventures out of his block to the next block, and suddenly, you know, twenty kids descend upon him, and his bike is gone. First of all, he ain't even paid for the bike. Okay, <laughs> they didn't. Uh, they didn't fucking stole the thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, these things are going around. I'm that's that's just the way. That's just the way it is. That's just the way we come up. And we come up in fucked up ways with fucked up thoughts and 
No, really, no dreams. He like got dream crushes. Yeah, I guess People I was privileged too. Early. Because I had what you would call like a shop survey of activities when I was a kid. Uh-huh. I want to try this. Okay, try it. I don't like that, but what you going to do next? Okay, I'll try this. No, I don't like that either. Okay, you need to find something to do. You know what I'm saying? Whether yeah. it was piano, violin, I tried ballet, I, my boobs were too big. I'm... I don't want to do gymnastics. I don't want to do that. Well, what Swimming. do you want to do? I want to bowl. You want to bowl? Yes. Okay, so we'll go bowling. I love bowling. Like, this is my thing. Every Saturday, I'm bowling, junior bowling league. Whenever there was a tournament, no matter where that fucking tournament was, I got to go. I got to participate. Right. So I'm guessing that's why, like, I'm not stagnant, like, and neither are any of my cousins because we all grew up together, so we all had, like, the same experiences, and I would say that we are pretty cultured. As I mean, we turn up, but <laughs> we still know, like, we know right from wrong, and we are, I consider us to be a, upstanding citizens, like, moral abiding, we pay taxes, we contribute to society, we help the people. The communities, yeah, I think uh, giving kids a variety of activities, you know, would definitely change things. I know it was uh, especially, you know, I mean, I guess I, I can't say I'm in the same situation because even though I did grow up in a shitty neighborhood, I was still a white girl, a dorky white girl. I wasn't going to be in anything, but you know, um, yeah, being able to uh, take advantage of, even though it was subsidized, you know. Uh, equestrian lessons, uh, gymnastics, art lessons, which I, you know, I didn't do well at piano. I did well at art. I did well at swimming. You know, that really, you know, provided the basis for most of my, you know, and then figured out how to program HTML, which is, you know, what everything used to be in back in the day on the old school internet, on the GeoCities page, on the, you know, shit like that. So, um, yeah. Let's 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 break down the age brackets right quick. Um, when are you supposed to grow out of shit? At what age? What type of shit though? Okay. Um, the kid mentality. The kid mentality as a, as an adult. Guess when you're tired of it, man. Pretty you, you much. Can't put no age on it because when you. You get comfortable in the zone, and you, you, when, you, when you get tired of it, you know you're tired of it. But, but and, and looking back, do you what t- what age did you feel like you got tired of doing kid shit or teenage shit? Period. Shit, I thought I never would grow out of basketball, playing basketball. But one day I looked up, I was like, shit, I'm tired of this shit. I think I was about 34, 33. 34, 33. Yeah, right, at, right around that age. And, you know, you start seeing other shit you really want to do. Like you, 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 other avenues open up to you, and you you can't take the time out to go play ball like you want to. Like you just hang around and talk the same shit with the same guys you've been talking with since you was fifteen years old. Okay. So you you get you, a few of them might you might see them at a shit. Let's say a hip hop concert. Right. At the uh, elbow room up on Monday nights. Okay. Let's go up there. So now you you drinking, you having a good time, you listen to some good hip hop. You might. Uh, Fuck with Dirty MF and them on the microphone, me and Corey, bullshit around, 
kick it, turn into a, a, a super exciting night because Jay Rudy Damage didn't come in. Now we, me and Corey got to take over him and take off his hat and turn it to the left and the right, all this shit. So now you hung over the next day. So you really not really feeling like getting up, going to the gym and shoot ball with him at 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. With a 30 and over set. You know what I mean? Right. So now you really getting into some different shit. You know what I mean? You get into some real hip-hop, kicky, cool shit. Then the next thing you know, the Wu-Tang is coming the weekend. So you can't go that Sunday morning hoop set. You know what I mean? Because you didn't kick it with them niggas all night. And you didn't smoke mad blunts and drunk. Straight dead ass, right? Man, yeah. that's how <laughs> I feel after I come back from Charleston every time. It take me about a whole week and a half, two weeks almost, to get back on my regular schedule program because the shit that I do there, I just do not do here every day. Like, I am not drunk every day till 4 o'clock in the morning. I am not smoking unlimited blunts every fucking day. And it's just not that type of scene. So when I'm with them people, like, okay, I'll go hard for three or four days. And then the next two weeks, I'm paying for it. Like, I'm at work every day. Like, I hate my life. For me, it was, I was in the club singing heavy from, like, um, cause I was doing the music business shit. I mean, uh, nonstop. So it was like from '03 to I would say 2011. I was in the scene real hard. Yeah, but you were on some promoting type shit. You were. I working. was, but th- but then again, I was I was on the scene. You was in part I, of the scene. I was like part of the scene on the scene. Real, you know, I seen a lot of shit. I seen who got kicked out, who got their ass whooped. I saw who was gay that was that was undercover. I saw who you know which which bitch was doing this and doing that. I saw a lot of shit, heard a lot of shit, even more shit. But that scene and if, like my boy asked me the other day, he said, "The reason why I didn't invite you to my party because I know you go up north all the time." I'm like, dude, I don't even go out to the clubs anymore. To which I don't. I haven't been to none of the clubs, strip clubs, none of that shit. At all, period. Um, here, I'm comfortable sitting on my couch. It's the best place in the world I'm, to be. I'm comfortable sitting on my couch, watching the NBA. Best place to be. Um. So I mean, and then you, then I take a look at a thing, and I take a look at look at stuff like, I look at some of these kids like that plays basketball. In the same age bracket with, with with my kid, with my son, some of their their parents are, are have a different mentality. But I understand where they come from. But they're younger, so they have to go through, you know, that that life's age or whatever. But just hearing some of the things, like I, it's a young, it's a, it's a parent in there who has uh, two kids in there, and she was on Facetime talking where well, you know. Such and such in jail now. He got caught with the whole wop. He over here tricking off, and I'm like, I'm just saying to myself, I'm I'm got two kids. You got our kids are playing basketball together on the same team, and you're blatantly just having this conversation like for everybody to hear, or for my my ears to hear. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, and I'm like, you know, when do you grow out of that? Somebody when do you grow out of that shit that that you know? Aaron Pass should have knocked the fucking phone out of her, her hand and bust her nose. Aaron Pass, like this is pay attention. 
This ain't, I mean, this ain't I the see what bathroom. You're saying. Uh, pass, and, then, yeah. and then they're trying to impose that on their kids, too. I mean, let's I mean, but it. I mean, we're going to get this a bitch half a gold star because at least her kid was at an activity. Well, most people ain't even got the time or the patience or the financial means to put their kid in the activity. Them shits ain't cheap. And, and they were there outside watching. of money, the most valuable thing that we have as human beings, it costs the most of fucking time. You hear the conversation yeah. she was having? Yeah. She did dicks to get the kids in that motherfucking uh, <laughs> well, jump class. Okay, so she should have been paying attention to her kid, but at least she was there. Yeah. But I mean, but think about it. The, Think about what was tripped out between the delegations, right? And it doesn't make a difference, you know, which which color the delegation is. We overcompensate in the black community for not having everything that we want or not being like another delegation. We go get a 60-inch TV, whether through bootleg means or whether through working hard. We go get a sixty-inch TV. Whether right? we have two huh. space heaters in the room to heat up the room because the gas is off, right. while you're watching that motherfucker. <laughs> no, Maybe that's, not that's me. why it's so. Hard. No, no, I'm not saying you. <laughs> no, 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 no. But then, on the other side, on the flip side, another delegation wants to get dreadlocks, and their hair is straighter than a motherfucker. I mean, but if you go back to their ancestors, the Neanderthal, them motherfuckers said dreadlocks, they ain't had no fucking comb during the Ice Age. They shit was locked up. Only white man I, I seen with some motherfucking dreadlocks was uh, Tom Hanks and uh, Castaway. Cast I'm just saying, but cavemen it could were pretty actually much happen. fucking castaways. Like, a fucking caveman, they wasn't combing their damn hair. Oh, I forgot the uh, young black teenagers. Like today, in social media today, um... You, you, did you anybody see the picture of Baron Davis and Laura Dern? Who is that lady? Laura Dern, you know who Laura Dern is? Uh-huh. Who is Laura Dern? She's an actress. Right. And she like old as fuck too, ain't she? Yeah. Yeah. So, Laura Dern, uh, and it took social media by storm to see Baron Davis and Laura Dern together. Um, And I was amazed by it myself. Like how? Yeah, how? I don't. I don't know how old she is. I know uh, um, Baroness has to be like around um, thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Okay, so he's in. He's going towards. He's going towards being forty. It must be something in that California weather and that California lifestyle for the black man to be with anybody else outside of being black woman. It just has to. One. It just has to be one of those things. Laura Dern is fifty. She came. Well, she what did she play in? Whatever kind of movie she you was think in. Of. This movie called Novocaine with Mar. Uh, what's his name? Steve Martin. That's the white hair comedian, right? Uh, yeah, like so. They were Nielsen? business partners, like they. Laura Dern and Steve Martin, they ran uh, a dentist office or whatnot. And she was, like, sleeping with his scumbag brother. And she had a scumbag brother. And, like, they were pretty much killing people trying to set Steve Martin up and shit. It was hilarious because that just let me know that white people be down for any and everything. Because there's nothing to me attractive about a fucking drug addict. 
or even somebody you could tell me you're a recovering drug addict i'm still not finna find you fucking attractive because like once an addict always an addict and steve martin was all into helena bynum carter she was like a heroin addict and he was like i want to give you a root canal i want to fix your teeth i just want to love you it was a weird ass movie gotcha mm. Now, when you say, like, outgrowing, like, the bullshit, you mean, like, just, like, going out party life, like, you know, like, street, like, life, like. Yeah, I mean, that's Whatever. part of the street situation. You get tired of, you see the same people say the same thing, you shake the same hands. I mean, I guess it's the same the thing in the white delegation, you know, especially, you know. Well, when I think of, like, you know, uh, Chicago is too macro. Like, I have to go micro. I have to look at, like, somewhere like the Illinois Valley where I was, like, a visitor in a different world, really. Um, and there it seems that either you move out or you get stuck. Like, you know, either you go to college and you pursue a career and you move somewhere and you do it, or you move back home and you're there. And people there don't seem to really, and I'm not speaking for everyone because I certainly know people there that are functional and wonderful, but they are just stuck. They're just going to the bars every night. They're just getting fucked up every night on whatever happens to be passing through the town. That's just how it is. Okay. You know? Um, But what I was saying about not believing in the cycle of poverty, I mean... I just mean that, like what you guys are saying, you know, at some point you realize it and whether you would choose to act on it or not, you know, you could say, I think that conceding to a cycle of poverty is saying that, you know, the black community doesn't have the mental capacity to see beyond the wretched conditions that the white delegation has imposed upon them, or at least the powers that be, not the white delegation as a whole, but the right. powers that be, because the there be. are, you know, um, you know, Latino people, there are, you know, white people, it just, the powers that be, it's really not really, at the end of the day, it is about race to an extent, but really it's about money. And, um, you know, it, it just... That's, I guess that's what what's I the happiest say. you ever been when, with money? Hmm? How much? How much was the happiest you ever been when you had money? Well, you know, you know, the money was uh, money. At one time, does and, and provide yeah. stability, and which contributes to happiness. I would say, and and well, studies would say that around eighty thousand dollars a year is about where, and there have been studies on this, is about where people reach their maximum happiness. After that, the stress of having more money and having to work more to get that money and having people, you know, the expenses that come with having that money and people pursuing that What was the question? The question was, what was the (laughs) happiest That I have ever been? Yes. I would say around, I, I would had. say around, yeah, around that that level. And I mean, also, I had somebody in my life that you know, I I think it's really hard to isolate that one variable. But yeah, I would say like about eighty, seventy five, eighty thousand uh, dollars mm-hmm. when I was making that. Um, that was a pretty comfortable existence. Magic. I hit the lottery, man. 
for ten thousand dollars. I was happier than a motherfucker. You couldn't tell me nothing. I'm not looking at no eighty thousand dollars, no one year. I live in Chicago. I might get this shit shot out of me. <laughs> the motherfucker might crack my motherfucker head <laughs> if he know I got eighty thousand dollars. So I got to yeah, pay it on the I, That's what I actually Yeah, made. yeah. At one point at what point in time did you have the amount of money that had you the most happiest? And it had with who, who's I ain't gonna do that. Delcia? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I don't know. I really, really, really don't. You don't know? No. I had one time I had $3,500 in cash in my, in my pocket. Just straight cash? Straight cash, 3500 And you weren't scared shitless? No, I wasn't. Okay. I was on a road trip, and I had $3,500 cash on me. Happiest moment of my life at that at, at that one time. Pertaining to money. Pertaining to money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pertaining to money. Like like. Well, when I thought I, you meant pertaining to money in your life. No, no, not in my life. No, no. I, at that one at moment. moment. Yeah. That one moment, like oh. you could say, you could sit up and tell okay. me, like, how much did you take home one night from the strip club? Okay. When have you? What night was that? How much was it that made you that happy that you took home from the strip club that one night, if you can remember? Oh, absolutely. It was um, the first night I worked at VIPs. I got a uh, $2,200 and it was in check form. That was the problem. I didn't have a checking account. 2200 And $10, yes. 2210 Yes. You had a check for such? Yes. Cash money? Well, I had to go to the one bank that because I didn't have a checking account and at the time and none of the currency exchanges would take it because they didn't know who the fuck I was because I had never gone there. Um, so you had to take it to the bank? I had to take it to the bank that it originated from that only had one branch out somewhere in bumfuck, you know, right. barely in the suburbs, way out there. But yeah, I took it out there and finally got my money and, and then I was happy with my money because, okay. you know. When I think about it. This past summer, when wherever the fuck my boss was, I don't know where the fuck she was, but I think I was bringing home like $6,000 a month from like April to September after taxes because mm-hmm. she was gone and I was burning the midnight oils at work. How much of it did you have in cash on you, though? I mean, shit, it was getting direct deposit into my bank account, so I was getting all that money. Like, each paycheck was like $3,000. Okay. Nice. Like, I'm talking about, I'm afraid to do my motherfucking taxes next year because I feel like I'm going to owe like a motherfucker for real, for real. Yeah, I shouldn't talk about this shit on here. Okay. Um... That was the most time that I, I was I was, that was one of the best times that I ever had in my life. I had thirty five hundred dollar cash. Now I had more. I had just drew it out the bank, and I wanted to go down, you know, with some money in my pocket, down it down down to a uh, on a road trip. And you had the freedom of being on a road trip and just like it was, was it like a it was, um, did you have an itinerary or was it just like you were just? I was on some music business shit, but it was I was. I was I had thirty five in cash on me. I went shopping. I knew you know. Sometimes you feel guilty when you have money. Oh yeah. You you feel guilty when you have money. I ain't mm-hmm. never felt oh. guilty for having no motherfucking oh, money. I do. 
Never. Never. Hand claps to you. Because any motherfucking money I had, I didn't earn. Damn sure. So I ain't never finna never feel guilty about having some shit. Hand claps to you. That the next motherfucker ain't get. Now, if I can help, sure, I'll help. But I'm not finna feel guilty. You ever feel guilty, ma- ma- Magic? Did you yeah. feel guilty for having that 10 racks? Hell no. <laughs> exactly. Mad I didn't put more money on it. Exactly. When it was gone, I was like, damn, I could have put another two dollars. Exactly. Fuck that. <laughs> no. What my 40 acres and a mule? Fuck like all real that shit. shit. Because why I made all of that money this summer, do I have a few pennies tucked away? Sure I do. But I enjoy spending the fuck out of it. I traveled a lot. I ate really, really well. I shopped and shit. I was making grown-up purchases and shit, like buying washers and dryers. And it ain't even taxed. Because <laughs> that's like super hardcore emphasis with people and shit. About when people get their tax dollars and what they do with them. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what people do with their money as long as they ain't asking me for mine and shit. But you know, tax, the, 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 the tax dollars is when the time is when... Um People go buy a lot of used cars or go buy cars, period. You ever noticed that? Tax yeah, but and I suggest that tax car, don't it, it, get a car with the car note if all you got is tax money. Okay, so no. what's the what's the top three things motherfuckers buy with tax car, tax time? When that tax refund check come back. TVs, furniture, furniture and the goddamn car. You say what ma- magic? Furniture. And and, and Jordans. Yep. Everybody have on two, three pair Jordans and shit. Elena? Baby in a fucking carriage with some Jordans on it. Can't even fucking walk. <laughs> yep. It's a shame. You got a bib with a Michael Jordan fucking wings on it. And she's dribbling down a fucking, she can't even keep up a, 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 a milk down. <laughs> she got some fucking Jordans. Bib, jogging suit, and no pampers. Calling the mama in the middle of the night. Mama, we need some pampers. Where that nigga at <laughs> with your goddamn car and your goddamn money? Probably out of that fucking red diamond, throwing all y'all money in the fucking air. You take that fucking 27 piece and you wrap that around that baby's ass. Exactly. Till that nigga come in. <laughs> Talking about asking people. For wait, shit wait, wait. for like your kids. Did you, did you want to elaborate right quick? Elaboration in Lena? I, I don't get a tax rebate, so. Okay, cool. All right. Talking about like calling people and asking people to do shit for like your kids. Anybody in here a godparent? No, I'm not. Too many goddamn times. I don't know where all these god kids came from. They okay. just put them on me. Just, they didn't give me no pussy. Just but, give me the god What I'm saying is. Bombs. <laughs> 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 One of these many godchildren that you have, if, say, for instance, the parent died, would you be ready to just, like, step up and raise this shorty? Because, I mean, to my knowledge, that's what a godparent is. Someone that stands in in the place of the parents, if, like, the parents meet an untimely death. And, like, they will raise this kid. So, like, a question was brought up. Well, the chick had a confession. And her friend of 25 years... Got diagnosed with the terminal cancer. The doctors weren't giving her long, and she was just like, I'm so glad that my babies would be able to stay together. Like, you're going to love them. They're so excited about, like, this adventure. And she like, I don't even like kids. Like, is this some, like, 
what's the deal with this? Like, are people still like taking in like people's kids when they die? Like, what the fuck? Like, I like her kids know. Like, I feel bad because I don't know what to say. Well, and everybody's like, well. When you sign up to be a godparent, you sign up for those kinds of things, and no. that's what you're supposed to do. Well, let it be told, like, a godparent is the person that replaces the parents if the parent dies. Is it really, though? Yes. Is there a legally binding document that you sign that no, says No, it's that? more of a spiritual thing. Right. But, the, because but in me asking you to be my baby's godmother, I'm assuming that if I get hit by a car and I die— that you'll step up to the plate and want to raise mine like it's your own. But in 2017, bitches is not looking for godparents. They looking for somebody to fill the role of the non-existent co-parent in their fucking life. Right, because I was going to say that a godparent, my understanding in the Catholic Church at least, was um, they're the person that if your parent dies is responsible for your spiritual well-being to make sure that you continue going to church that you to make sure that you know you follow down the right spiritual path not like you know oh, well if i'm raising somebody kid and a motherfucking godparent caught me talking about needs. some get the kid up and get him dressed to go to church bitch this baby needs to come live with you then i mean because i had to, I, I went through that this chick wanted me to be her baby's godmother Okay, that's fine. Now this baby got two parents. But every time you look up, this bitch is calling me, telling me what the fuck this baby need. Bitch, I didn't make this baby with you. Yeah, like, right. what the fuck is your, her daddy <laughs> doing? Tell that motherfucker to go get some cigarettes and go sell them on the fucking corner to buy this baby some diapers, <laughs> a fucking high chair. Like, my job is not to help you co-parent your child. Why the fuck you are still here? Magic. No. No. <laughs> no, just no. Take care of goddamn God, kid. Nobody named you a godfather? Yeah. I had a bunch of God kids. But? <laughs> I ain't doing shit for them. <laughs> Pop it! <laughs> Name me no motherfucking God daddy over to some Hennessy and Patron. God daddy. I ain't go to the christening. I ain't go to the baptism. No, that's just a bunch of bullshit. I mean, we we don't need, I'm gonna give some flame house when I see the little nigga and then it'd be over with. I have some short I have some kids. It's already gonna be documented. I'm Bullshit. not gonna be looking for like no godmother, no godfather, no shit like that. My cousin, she will take care of my shorty. I don't give a fuck if his daddy is around. He gonna go live with Trinetta. Cause no. He got to stay connected to my people. Oh, yeah. Wait, 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 rewind. You don't care about the father? I mean, I do, and he can have shared custody with my cousin, but my cousin will be the primary caregiver. See, we should have had this discussion earlier in the show. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not finna leave my baby with some nigga that's gonna get with some bitch that's got some kind of fucking gripe and wanna be treating my shorty like they ain't no He's shit. He's the father. <laughs> What'd you say, man? Pinching the shit out your short. He can pick his motherfucking shorty up every Friday and drop his ass off at school on Monday so Trinetta can come pick his ass that's up. That's not right. Um, That's how I'm going to have it wrote down and the motherfucker don't agree with it. Don't get me pregnant because you're going to sign these papers. Hmm. Here's the fuck she said. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> I mean, shit. I'm going to... My shorty got to know my people. Okay. Live rolling up paper in the, in the background. 
From um, his big ass burrito. Right, the big ass burrito from from Taco Burrito King. Yeah, all right, all right. Sound guy Mike. Engineering you fucked fit. up all night, bro. <laughs> Trust me. Your stomach, your 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 ass gonna be on your nose in the morning about four thirty. <laughs> Pop it. <laughs> so, let's go. Bobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're you're going you're actually going on record. The last episode of 2017, you should have been saying that you, if you have a child with a man, marriage or not, mm-hmm. he has to give away his custodial right. Over to Trinetta if something physically. I mean, just Monday through Friday. If something physically happens to you, you're giving you that man has to give away his custodial parental right over to a, a, a outside party. Ain't no outside party. That's my fucking sister. Outside party, not it's my a family, not a not a custodial parent, not a grandparent. Look, you're wrong. No, I'm not. Okay, well then, how about this one? Because I'm guaranteed that your burial, I'll just show you none of the papers. Be like, look, you got the baby. There will be no burial. Like, Pull her ass back up. She a motherfucking lie. Bombs. <laughs> Shit. There will be no burial when I die. Like. My money won't be wasted on that shit, especially if I have kids. You burn up, and that's fine. That is four thousand to burn you up. Pop it. Four thousand. The state pay eleven hundred and three dollars for cremation. They if, pay, if you if you uh, uh um, yeah, but funeral homes cannot charge more than what the state charges. How much? How much? The state will pay up to eleven hundred and three dollars for a cremation. So the funeral home cannot charge a person more than what the state is willing to pay. Like there are guidelines for it. Okay, so if he don't want to sign the papers, he does not have to sign the papers. But I can tell you one motherfucking thing: that motherfucker won't have access to none of my shorty's motherfucking money. No, 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 no. Not playing that. Mm-mm. Trinetta will take care of all of that. Magic. You want them to go to private school? Trinetta will write the check. Magic. Trinetta will get, get a well whooped ass or something. <laughs> Not at all. Well, you know someone <laughs> that has your, your kids back. I mean, shit. What more, what more could, he help, could he wish for? I, I mean, mean, shit. What about the father? You know? He got to go make his own motherfucking way to take care of this goddamn baby. This is My money is going to be for my shorty. I'm not trusting no nigga with my money, but do I trust Trinetta with my money? Hell motherfucking yeah. But I we, know for a fact that it's going to be straight. Then again, we are talking about a theoretical man. Right? I wouldn't give a fuck how much... I, girl, I mean, Jesus could be my baby daddy and I'm still going to give Trinetta my money. Pop it! All right. Hey, hey Trinetta, well, what you call with this wine, baby? We got to talk about... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Little Dexter Jr. Uh, check it out, baby. You know, you know she was on some bullshit all along. You, baby, you want some more wine? <laughs> right, you know, I'm just gonna open up my robe a little bit. Yeah, I was working with all this all along. Yeah, that's why she was she acting a fool. Yeah, you want to suck it? Bombs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it cost you five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That every Friday. 
Uh, I want that direct deposit from my account, from your account to my account every Friday. You do it good. Make it four fifty. He'll have absolutely no access to it. And if Shorty needs something, send Trinetta an invoice. She'll pay it. You want them to go to private school? She'll write the check. You want to throw a grandiose birthday party? She gonna write half the check. When my my shorty get grown, he's going to be straight. Ain't gonna be no because your daddy took his other bitch on a trip to Barbados. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna have posts with my friend. You know, Patrick Swayze. Like <laughs> yeah. So you, you don't be, believe you be like that on on Chinetta. You gonna be ghosting <laughs> the shit out of her because she gonna be over there at, 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 at Dexter Senior House. So, <laughs> so you don't believe in joint accounts at all, period. Either. Hells to the motherfucker. No. Nah. Joint accounts? Nah. Joint accounts? I mean, didn't. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I got one. And I don't put more than $20 in that motherfucker. <laughs> you had I a co host. The bare minimum. You had a co host on this show one. that talked about having a shared account and the bitch clinked his ass out and closed the account. Yeah. Big, no, big old no. Yep. Yeah. I always talked about how big his dick was. That's because his brains was down there. Because any rational thinking fucking person wouldn't have done no shit to that. Not with nobody you don't have no legal ties to. God damn, your ass. Remember that shit for real? That he said that shit? Yeah, that shit was fucking hilarious. I think we talked, me and my homegirls talked about that shit for like two weeks or some shit like that. That shit was wild. That shit's wild. I don't believe in joint accounts either. Never had it. And we've gotten along great. It's Never like looking it. at somebody's phone. You know, just don't do it. Move on. Pop it! Thank you! Bombs! Please! No, the other um, Shout out to the young man that came into the barbershop today. Uh, switching gears real quick. The brother did three years. He just come home. He's on the band. Because uh, I think he's still on, you know, has some more time to do. His lady was drunk and asleep. And I uh, left her phone unattended to. He decided to go through it. And what she's seen, uh, oh my God, her elephant trunk down her throat. Damn, God, are you serious? He was beside himself today in the shop. And I told him, You want a confirmation, like the pastor say. You want a confirmation, so you got it. <laughs> but his thing was, he's staying with her because this is his wife so he did a bunch of shit before he left and this is what they're leaving him with you know th- this is what they're putting him in you know with the, the side chick and the wife is tag ticking on his ass and now he's in a fucked up position how are they tag ticking him like he gave one like 40 bucks and they gave the other one like 30 bucks before he left and he come home with no money and the, the the wife is mad that he gave the side chick more money than he gave her. Mm. And so she was like, you was all the shit you did before you went to jail and you was doing dicks and this and that. I mean, you was doing bitches and shit. So now <laughs> I'm doing these dicks. And you got to suck it up. Because you got Because you on house arrest. And now I, the ball is in my court and I'm playing. So you got to be back in here by 7 o'clock. Until then, you got to go make happen what you got to make happen. And his dumb ass should have buried that money in a hole in the ground some fucking where. You know what I told him? I said, it's your fault. Never let a woman be in so much power where she could tell you what, you know, you, you had that woman in your power you know, in power before, and that was your mother and your grandmother, you know, people like that in your life. I never want nobody like that over me again. Like, 
telling me when and what and you know all that shit. Where you going? I don't know. Getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. When I'm and I'll be back when I'm getting goddamn ready. Now shut the fuck up. Um, and stop the dog from crying. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I can't. Do I, do, I know it the, do, I, do I know the woman? Who? I'm asking. Do I know the woman? The, the dude. Yeah. Messing with? Yeah. I don't even know. Okay. okay. You talking? He gonna bring her in? I don't. I don't care. Oh. Okay. 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 No. I, no. He. I, I don't. He came in there to get a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. I know that we know the dude. You know the dude. I know the dude. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um. A lot of travesty. Brothers took a lot of L's this year. Fuck with these women. Not, not you know, always be on your shit. Go in the same way and stay consistent through the whole relationship as the way you could end. So you could be like, at least I was doing me the whole time. This- I never did compensate my integrity for her. Tonight was, tonight. you know, usually we, 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 we usually what the show is that we highlight a lot of uh, uh, Mike's comedic um, rants and, and jokes and everything, but tonight was a good conversation, um, and I'm glad we ended it on you know ended the last one on a good conversation note and everything. We had a real talk, real uh-huh. a real uh, uh, intrusive, not intrusive. Let me that's the wrong word. Real you know heart to heart conversation tonight about certain subjects and everything. Go ahead, Delcy. I just want to say thank you guys so much. Like, this was was like one of the highlights of 2017 for me. Promise it was. What was? Like being a part of Reasonable Ignorance. It really was for me too. Like, uh, awesome experience. And I really appreciate it. I was. Uh, I hope to at least get this little story in here about uh, how the Chicago uh, cops have to pay uh, twenty million dollar dollars to settle the uh, code of silent lawsuits. Uh, but uh, you know, hey, but yeah, no. at least there you go. One little extra thing. Fuck the cops. There you go. Um, it was an awesome experience. So you you you're saying you went from being fan. From listener to fan to guest, yeah, to no. mus- muscling your way onto the show. I didn't muscle my way anywhere. I was invited <laughs> once, and then I got invited back again <laughs> and again and again. Elena went from being and again. Well, Elena went from being a um a guest and then a listener. Guest listener, part time listener, and then I was just a listener because. Of the affiliation. Because of the affiliation, but once that kind of... Once that affiliation cooled dissolved down. And, 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 you know, you became a, a regular fixture. And I have one more thing. Well, hold, on, hold on. You became a regular fixture. I, I You know, you, are, you both are valuable assets. I will say that. Thank you. You, gave me, you, give, you both give great perspectives on things. And it, it shows with the fans that comment um, and, and say... You know, I like these two on on to balance out the show with me and Magic. I appreciate your hand claps. Thank you. I love working with Delcia. She's awesome. Like, I love yeah. on show. one more thing, ladies and gentlemen, let 2018 be a year of creation. Not babies, though. No. Not babies, but create something that is yours. Like how you guys created this. This is y'all's. 
create something. Don't sit around waiting for other people's fucking validation to prove that your shit is hot. You don't need that. Like, your shit is going to be hot regardless. Like, as long as you believe in it, it's going to be something great. Create something for you, for your people. Don't do it for no other reasons. Just do it because that's what you wanted to do because that's what 2018 is about for me. I'm uh, ready to create, like, just all of this awesome shit. Hand claps. Hand claps. <laughs> Sound guy Phil was trying to win the lottery. Go ahead. Hey, we got to pick three numbers. We got the four, seven, six, eight, five, nine, and seven, nine, one. And we got to pick four numbers 4755, 6394, and 4040. Fuck it, it's 4040. <laughs> and we want to say Happy New Year. Hold on. Fuck that. Give us, bo- give all five of us. Six fucking numbers to play in this Powerball. That's three hundred thirty million, and the Mega Million. That's three hundred plus fucking million. Fuck that small money shit. Okay, you gotta call before you walk. You want you want the, you want the Powerball numbers? We don't live in the middle of motherfucking nowhere. We Go ain't with fourteen, twenty two, twenty five, twenty four, and fifty two, and make the Powerball number thirty. Watch that shit come and out. If that shit watch that motherfucking shit come out. Tech. Uh, say it again because you don't even, you don't even know. Fourteen, twenty-two, twenty-five. Everybody, whip out the whip out the fifty-two, uh, they, and the Powerball is thirty. I'm listening tomorrow. The shit is on Friday. I'm good. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> and if I hit nine here next week, that's just that's what that was. <laughs> My me, me and Magic might go tag team. You're gonna both well, get no, we don't. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, we don't see Delcia because she's, like, having too. morning Shit. evening sickness. Not and... even evening sickness. I'm being fucking the Seychelles Islands. Yeah, you're going to go into a... Uh, that's what I would do. If I if I won the lottery, I would go into a, I don't know, cave somewhere in Nevada under witness protection. No, and I'm just... going to the Seychelles. I know you want to, I know you wanted to get it. I just know you. That was, oh, that was an alley-oop right there. I know. There, I left that was a fucking alley-oop. I made it this, this episode, the last episode, I said I wasn't going to pick on Dale. So, oh. you know, only later you could always week. pick on me. I could oh, take no, it. No, no, no. Go ahead. That was an alley-oop right there. I left right it there. wide <laughs> open. Okay, go ahead. Say it. Fuck it. Say it again. <laughs> if you win them Powerball, what's going I would go run off to a cave somewhere and just. <laughs> it's going to be every motherfucking dealer on the west side. <laughs> <laughs> 92 motherfucking towers. Mama. <laughs> Mama, every day you wake up. Another day we get closer to see you again. August 26th is approaching real fast. <laughs> Check it out. If it is to be, it's to be to me. Man, I hope y'all have another uh, a blessed 2018. We had a blessed 2017. Despite all the terrorist acts, all the, all the tragedies, all the people we lost, one thing Trump we got, we president. got each other. Y'all got reason for this every week, man. And until Jamal starts shitting on himself again. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> yeah. now, hold, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, again? Resolutions for 2018, or you do that, or you don't do that? Hmm. I do that, but I think we should save that for next week. She want to do it next week? Yeah, we're closing I mean, out, aren't we? I'm getting circumcised. I have to think about <laughs> Me too. My plan no. for 20 Bombs! <laughs> Pop it! <laughs> Reasonable Ignis Podcast.
Now now on Apple Podcasts, now on on SoundCloud, anywhere where you hear podcasts at, we are there. Download, subscribe, review, leave a comment. 2017, Combat Jack, we love you. Tomorrow's your funeral. You You physically gone, but you spiritually still here. Bombs! Thanks, King. We out of love you, baby girl. Forever.